your time to shine Get up and take your place and he's the way Yeah, oh, yes, I This is your season This is your season This is your time to shine Get up and take your place and he's the way Welcome to the high life Welcome to yeah, the Turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 5 this morning. We're going to go through a short study on the origin of sin and the origin of sickness and every manifestation of death. Look at Romans chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 12. It says, therefore, everyone say therefore. Just as one man's sin, uh, as one, uh, just as through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. Everyone says, sin entered into the world, and death through sin. That means that physical death, And every manifestation of death is the result of sin entering into the world. It says sin entered. You know there was a time that sin was not in the world. And because sin was not in the the world, death could not come in. But as soon as sin entered into the world, every manifestation of death... Weakness, sickness, disease, depression came in as a result of sin. Now how did sin enter the world? You and I know that in Genesis 2.17, God said to Adam and Eve, that you shall eat of the tree of every, you can eat of the fruit of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, because if you eat of the fruit of that tree, you will enter into death. You will die physically, or you'll die spiritually, and eventually you'll die physically. You'll die spiritually instantly, and every manifestation of death will come into your life. Weakness, sickness, depression, um, all these kinds of things, and ultimately, you will die physically. God gave them that warning. But then how did they come to eat of the fruit of that tree? The Bible says Satan came and deceived them. He deceived Eve. Uh, he caused Adam to rebel against God. And through the seduction of Satan, sickness, disease, depression, and all manifestations of death came into our world. So Satan is the originator. Everyone say originator. He is the originator of sin, the originator of sickness, the originator of everything that produces death in our lives. It doesn't just happen. There is an originator and his name is Satan. There is a link between sin and sickness uh, and ultimately the root is Satan himself. And this explains why Jesus in John chapter 5 verse 14, he had just healed a man at the pool of Bethesda. 
This man had been ill or had been paralyzed for 38 years. And after Jesus healed him in verse 14, he said, Sin no more, lest something worse comes upon you. He said, this sickness was the result of sin. Um, and every sickness has its root in sin, either directly or indirectly. When I say directly, I mean there might be things that you have done directly yourself that have opened your life up to certain infirmities of darkness. I say indirectly because every sickness has its root in sin anyway. Um, the sin committed first and foremost by our, uh, our father and mother, Adam and Eve. Look at Mark chapter 2, verse 9. Mark chapter 2, verse 9, very quickly. I believe after this short message, we'll have a different attitude towards sickness. Look at Mark 2 verse 9. Jesus, there was a man that was, um, that was paralytic and four men let him down into the place Jesus was by, by opening up the roof. And Jesus saw the man. And in verse 9 he says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven you, or say, arise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth. Everyone say power on earth. To forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go home. You know, the, the Jews, in Jewish tradition, they, they understood that forgiveness of sins must precede physical healing. So Jesus was saying that if I can cure sickness, which is the result of sin, then I, can, I have power over the sin that caused the sickness in the first place. Sickness is a manifestation of the power of sin. Death is a manifestation of the power of sin. If sin didn't come into this world, sickness will not be here. Because sin is here, then sickness can be manifested. In 1 Corinthians 15:56, the Bible says that all Death, where is your what? Your sting. In the Phillips translation of that verse, it says, It is sin that gives death its sting. The reason why death has power is because it was through sin that death came into the world. Everybody here. Do you know that death was around when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden before they sinned? Do you know that? Do you know that Satan had already fallen, right? But he couldn't come in. Death couldn't come in. They were enjoying utopia in the Garden of Eden. Sickness couldn't come in. Because it was sin that would open the door to it. And Satan was the lord of that. So he needed to deceive them. To bring sickness in. You know I believe there is absolutely no doubt. That Satan is the author of sickness as well as sin. 
And one of the other reasons is that when Jesus dealt with sickness, he dealt with it in the same way he dealt with evil spirits. In the Greek, there's a word called epitimao. Epitimaos is the word rebuke. It's a stern rebuke. Do you know that Jesus never prayed for the sick? Jesus healed the sick, didn't he? And every time he stood before a sick person, he did exactly the same thing that he did when he stood before an evil spirit or person possessed by an evil spirit. The Bible says he rebuked that thing. Look at an example of this. Look at Luke chapter 4. The reason why Jesus did this was because sickness is a manifestation of the power of the devil. He's the originator of it and he's the propagator of it. Look at Luke chapter 4 verse 33. In verse 33 it says, Now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus did what? He rebuked him. That's the word epitimaho. A stern rebuke. He rebuked him saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in the mist, it came out of him and it did not hurt him. And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves saying, What a word this is. For with authority... And power he commands on clean spirits and they come out and the report about him went about into every place in the surrounding region look at verse 38 now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house but Simon's wife's mother Simon's mother-in-law was sick with what a high fever and they made request of him concerning her so he stood over her and did what he rebuked the fever. He didn't say, oh, uh, how you doing? Okay, sorry. Sorry. The Bible says he rebuked. He spoke sternly to that fever. He rebuked it and it left her. And immediately she stood and arose and served them. Sickness is a manifestation of the operation of the devil. You know in Acts 10 verse 38. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good. And healing all that were what? Oppressed of the devil. So every time a healing occurred. It was releasing those who were experiencing satanic oppression. You know that word oppression is um, an interesting Greek word. Kata dunastuo. Kata means to hold, it means to be under or down. Dunastuo means to have power or lordship over somebody. So when you say kata dunastuo, what you are saying is you are being held down by somebody else. Somebody is, ex is expressing their power over you. 
you know, the image I have is you are trying to get up and somebody has their hand on your neck and they are keeping you down. The Bible says that every time Jesus saw somebody that was sick, he recognized it as the devil trying to exercise his lordship and dominion over them and Jesus released them from it. Sickness is not to be tolerated, it's not to be accepted, it's not to be enjoyed, it's not to be cuddled. It is to be rebuked because it is a manifestation of the oppression of Satan. Satan is the originator of it and he's the propagator of it. You know the Bible talks about unclean spirits. They are spiritual forces that go around with the sole aim of making people sick. It's not just mosquito. Let me look very quickly at one example. In the book of Luke as well. Look at Luke chapter 13. Let's do this quickly. Luke chapter 13. And even though I'm focusing on sickness, it doesn't just apply to sickness. It applies to every work of the devil that sin has allowed to come in. Look at Luke chapter 13. Hallelujah. Verse 10 says, Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. The word infirmity there is the common Greek word uh, asthenia for, for sickness. A spirit that was causing a sickness in her body for 18 years and she couldn't shake it off. Now, why, why, why couldn't she shake it off? Because she was being held under by the devil. The Bible says that she was 18 years, she was bent over and could not rise herself up. But Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord answered and said, Hypocrite! Does not each of each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has what? Has bound. Think of it. For 18 years, be loosed from the bond on the Sabbath. Jesus identified this sickness as a bondage of Satan of which a loosen was required. You know the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 that the reason that Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. The word destroy is an interesting Greek word called luo which means to loose or to untie. It means that Jesus came to untie man from the works of darkness. You know, he didn't come to obliterate Satan or obliterate sickness. How many of you know that sickness is still alive and well? Yeah? But what Jesus did was he was able to loose man through what he did from the works of darkness. From the power of sin. From the power of sickness. From the power of untimely death and ultimately eternal life. How did he do that? 
The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24 that he his own self bore our sins in his body on the tree that we being dead to sin may live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. How did he loose us from the bondage of sin? The Bible says he went to the cross and bore our own sin. By bearing our sin, he broke the power of Satan over us in the area of sin, so you and I can walk free from sin. At the same time as bearing the penalty of our sin, the Bible says he took the stripes required for for our release from sickness and disease. He took those stripes on his back, and as a result, he broke the power of Satan over sickness and disease in our lives. In the book of Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4, the Bible says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Our own sickness, our own weakness, our own pain has been borne by him and carried away. He has carried our infirmities, our weaknesses. Everything that Satan can do to destroy our life, every power of habits, every power of unclean spirits, he has carried it and destroyed it as far as we are concerned. And that is why when Jesus was raised from the dead, he said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He said I have authority over all things. In the book of Revelation, he says, I am the one who lives and was, de- and was dead and behold, I live forevermore and I have the keys of hell and of death. I have authority over sin. I have authority over sickness. I have authority over every manifestation of death, Jesus said. And he said, because I have authority, in Mark 16, he said, therefore, go and in my name. You know, the word name is the Greek word onoma, which means authority, character, and honor. You know, I, 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 I was saying to somebody that, you know, I think I'll stop saying the name of Jesus. Because a lot of people don't understand. When I say the name of Jesus, they just think oh, it's his name. He's Jesus and his son name is Christ. But Jesus is saying, all authority has been given to me, therefore in my authority. In this authority I've been given over sin. In this authority I've been given over sickness. In this authority I have been given over the manifestation of death. Go in my authority and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Because you are declaring my authority. And sickness, sin, depression, oppression will be destroyed in the power of my authority. Authority. As we break bread this morning, I want you to take the cup and the bread. We're going to pray and we're going to have some songs of worship. And we're going to declare the authority of Christ over our lives. And you that needs to be delivered and set free from bondage, whether it is sin whether it is sickness, whether it is a habit, whether it is depression, whether you want to stand for your mother or your father regarding sickness, I want you to come forward and we are going to declare the authority of Christ over that situation and it will flee. Because the yoke will be destroyed.
The Bible says, Ought not this woman, who had been bound for 18 years, be loosed? You can be loosed this morning. We trust you have been blessed today by the ministry of God's word. As you obey the word, it will become life and health to all your flesh. For more information about the products and services of High Life Church or Carlton Williams Ministries, check out our websites at highlifechurch.com and carltonwilliams.com or call us on 0700 High Life. Yeah, yeah.